0: We've been speaking over the last uh, few weeks already about the importance of being able to release ourselves from the past in order to approach the present and, and what that means in different, various different aspects. One of the things that we have to be able to release ourselves from in the past is is contact with tuma which is any form of uh, of contact with a force, Tumma, kind of an, an energy, that can get in the way of our pathways to Kedusha. And the way that we release ourselves from contact with Tumais through tefillah mikvah through immersion in, in the mikvah, which was something that in the time of the Beis Hamikdash was a very frequent part of Jewish life, which is why in all the archaeological sites you'll find mikvahs. Um, whereas today, for men at least, it's not, not generally practiced that much. Uh, but still, the principle of mikvah we've got. And here the Mishnah gives us uh, uh, an important statement, Ein Adam la la'azara la'avoda tahor a person may not enter the Azara, the temple area, to, to perform an avoido, um, even if he's tahor, even if he's uh, pure, he hasn't had any contact with Tuma, is born until he does until he does tefillah. So that to come into, it seems to be here, uh, to come into the Azara to do an avoido, you need to go to the mikveh, even if you're pure, says the Mishnah. Uh, Rashi says... Uh, not not necessary to do a, a temple service. Even just coming into the temple area, you can't do unless you've been to the mikveh, even if you're tahor. So the purpose of going to the mikveh in this case is not to get rid of Tumah, You're already rid of Tumah There's still a requirement, even though you're rid of Tumah, There's still a requirement that you go to the mikveh before you come onto the uh, onto the azarah. The um, the Gomorrah goes on to, to, to ask, ask, ask ben Zoma tfil, zulama. So they asked Benzoma, what is this Tvilah for? If you're already ta- tahor, you haven't had any contact with a dead body or any of the things that can cause tumah, you haven't had a contact, so why do you have to go to the, to the mikveh? What does the mikveh do for you? They asked Benzoma. Benzoma is somebody we know well, although he, he died very young. And that's why he's called Ben Zoma, not, not uh, with, without the title Rebbe, because he didn't have smicha. He died before he had a chance to get smicha. But as young as he was, when he died, we, we know a little bit about him. And the Yushalmin Shkolim says that he knew 70 languages. He was like he, he, one of these people who really uh, was able to speak 70 languages. And we meet him on Pesach night in the Seder. Uh, Rebbe Loza Ben Azariah says, I never knew that you had to say Yetzias Mitzrayim every night. Ad Ben Zoma. So he was an important um, Alachist, but not only Alachist in Pechavot, he's the one who redefines as a Ezehu as a Gibber. He redefines wealth and power and strength, all of these things he redefines. Um, and, and his redefinition is revolutionary. So I've helped countless leaders around the world develop their leadership capacity and character using Benzoma. In, in Pirkei Avot, this is the, the Benzoma, a revolutionary thinker. So they ask Benzoma what is the purpose, what is the function of this, uh, of this tevila? So he answers, uh, So he learns from the Kohen Godel. So listen to what he says. Look at the Kohen Godel on Yom Kippur, and we're going to learn a lot about him in the next couple of pages. But the Kohen Godel, as he moves from place to place, um, as, as he does his various different avodot he has to go into the mikveh every time he moves from one place to another even though these places are all of the same type of kedushah the fact is, you're Anush Karet. If a person is Tame and goes into any of one of these areas, he gets, he gets Karet. So, so the status of the places are not that different. And yet, when he moves from one place to another, he has to do tvila, Tfilah, Meshaneh kodesh. When you come from your house, which is just an ordinary place, and you come to the Beit HaMikdash, from a place where you're free to walk around, whether you're Tameh or you're not Tame, and you come to a place where you have to be Tahor, certainly. You'll need t'vila. So even though the Kohen Gadol is already tahol, there's no question the Kohen Gadol wouldn't have come to the base Samikdash if he wasn't already Tahol. <laughs> Nevertheless, he has to do t'vila, not only at the beginning of his service, but between every service and service that he does on Yom Kippur. So if somebody comes from their private house into the base Samikdash, certainly they have, do, they have to do t'vila. That's where Ben Zoma learns it. Rabbi Yudah has a different limit. We'll focus on, on Ben Zoma. When the Rambam brings this halacha, the Rambam se- says... He says specifically for Avodah. Rashi says it doesn't have to be Avodah, and Tosva supports him. It doesn't have to be Avodah, just coming onto the Beis Hamikdash. The Rambam holds no, it's Avodah. To come onto the Beis Hamikdash, you have to be Tahor. But if you're Tahor, you don't have to do Tvilah. However, if you're coming to do Avodah, if you're coming to serve in the Beis Hamikdash, then you do have to go to the Mikveh, even if you're Tahor, is how the, is how the Rambam learns it. Um, and uh, but and and the uh, the Briskarov points out that the Rambam Kili regards this as part of the laws of avodah of temple service, not of approaching the area. Uh, but according to Rashi and and Tosford, it certainly seems about it seems to be about the area. The um, it, so it would seem if we looked at it on the, on the surface, it would seem that what we're looking at is Tvila, So if we understand Tvila as Uh, preparing yourself for where you're going, getting rid of where you've been. That's basically what tvi'la is. Getting rid of where you've been, preparing yourself for where you're going. And yesterday we spoke about time zones, about being sensitive to time. Here we've been talking about being sensitive to place. So according to Rashi, it would seem that that coming onto the Beit HaMikdash, no matter what for, you're coming into the Beit Hamikdash. You have to go to through Tvilah, not to purify yourself technically and halachically, but to purify yourself mentally for what you're about to do for the the temple um, service that you're about to come into the into the temple for. Um, but if we look at the at the Rishonim carefully and we go a little bit further, we get a much nuanced sense of what this is, and, and that's part of the importance of learning Gemara. Is it introduces nuance into life and into philosophy and into halakha. And and the nuance is what is important. It's not bland. There's just these subtle nuances which make such a difference. So look at what the at what the nuance is over here and how and how that works. So the the uh, the Ritvor, for example, says, uh, and the teshuvah yishonim says something similar. The Ritvo says, Tersvis harosh says it as well. It's not about just coming onto the base Mikdash. That's not even and, and probably that's not even what Rashi means. When Rashi says, laf La avodah, it doesn't mean that even if you just come as a tourist to walk around the area of the Beit HaMikdash, that you need to go to the mikveh even if you're tahorari. That's not what it means. It means you're coming to do something. Maybe what you're doing is not a technical avodah. You're not coming to bring a korban. But you're, you're coming to, in some way, participate in the avodah. No matter, no matter how marginal that participation is, says the Ritvo, if you're somehow participating in the avodah, that's what you have to do t'vila for. Uh, and we see a hint of that in Rashi himself, because Rashi, when he's talking about, on Ben Zoma, when he talks about the Kohen Gadol, and, and he has to cleanse himself when he comes from outside to inside, from inside to outside, but when he says ta'un Tvilah, this Kohen Gadol needs Tvilah on Yom Kippur, he says ben avodah la Avodah, between service and service. He doesn't say between place and place. So what is the relationship between the service and the place? There's a bit of confusion here. On the one hand, we see where they do tefillah before you come into certain areas. And the Kohen Gawel goes from one area to another, and he does, does tefillah each time. On the other hand, we see it's not got to, it hasn't got to do so much with area. It's got to do with um, the avodah. What are you doing there? And I think what we have to understand from here is how you define a place. What is a space? How do you define a space? The so one way you can define a space is you can leave it to the architect architect says this is the dining room, this is the bedroom, this is the living room. That's what it is. So you can leave it to the, to the designer. Um, and you can leave it to your intention, all sorts of, you can, the, the decor, how you, how you decorate the place, how you furnish the place. But what we see over here is that the way you define a space is what you're using the space for. And, and in the case of the Kohen Gadol, each of the spaces he moved in and out of, is defined by the avodah he's doing in that particular space. What you use the space for just defines the space. If you're going to have a meal in a space, it's a dining room for that time. If you're going to be learning Torah in a space, it's a base medrash for that time. If you're going to be cooking, it's a kitchen for that time. A space is defined by what you're using the space for in that time. But what's important is if you look at the cycle, then it's really, really interesting. And the toast him, when he learns Benzoma, he learns that it's not about spaces, it's about his clothing. Every time he changes his clothes, he's got to go through Tevila. And there's a relationship between clothing and space, and this is how it works. So now you have a space. How you define that space is by what you're going to do in that space. So Let's say you decide I'm going to have dinner in this space. Where the, it doesn't matter where the space is. I'm going to have dinner here. That becomes dining room now. Now what do you have to do? Now you have to go... Using the, the, the terminology of our suya now you have to go to the mikveh before you enter the space, not before you have dinner. That's so interesting. It, although it's the avodah that defines the space, the preparation is for coming into the space. And it's interesting, that the, the Tosavist you show him talking about clothing, because it's similar to clothing. How, how do you dress? According to what you're going to do. If you're going to gym, you dress in gym clothes. If you're going to dinner, you dress in, in dinner clothes. You dress according to what you're going to do. But to prepare yourself for what you're going to do, that the moment of preparation is before you get dressed. If we look at it from Begadim, before you get dressed for dinner, get your mindset into dinner. Before you get dressed for gym, get your mindset into, into working out. Before you get dressed for shul, get your mindset into, into, into shul. Before you get dressed for shabbos, get your mindset into shabbos. The same with spaces. Yes, the avodah defines the space. What I'm going to do there defines the space. But when do I prepare myself for what I'm going to do? Not before I do it, before I enter the space in which I'm going to do it. Because the space gets your whole mind into it. Your, the space gets your whole psyche into what you're going to do. Space is really important. So you're coming to shul, you stand outside the shul for a second, and you get your mind right. I'm about to walk into shul to daven, And then everything's different. You're about to, to you can sit in your living room and relax with your wife or your husband. You just spend a moment, that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to go to my, into my living room. And then as you walk into that space, your whole psyche changes and adjusts itself and aligns to what it is that you're, that you're about to do. Uh, and so it is over here. Yes, the Kohen, it's between Avodah and Avodah that the Kohen has to cleanse himself. But when does he cleanse himself? Before he enters the space. That preparation, that letting yourself go of all the other stuff so that you're ready to enter the present. And the present is defined by the space in which you are. To prepare yourself for the space in which you are, that should be done before you walk into the space, not after you're already into the space. We see the the enormity of value that there is in these little, and we're not talking about lots of time, we're talking about fractions of a second. Just to get your mind around, not what you're about to do, it's too late. When you're about to do it, if you then get your mind around it, it's too late. You're already in it and you're mixed up. Like you're already in the shul and now you're about to start davening. It's too late to get your mind onto Davni. davening. The time to do it is the moment before you walk into shul. Um, and and I've, uh, there was one situation where a, a, a client of mine was having terrible trouble at home. And I figured that it was possible because he was bringing his work into his home. He's, he has a very responsible position, very high stress and tension. And he walks into his house carrying all this tension and that causes an, an energy of chaos in the house without anybody knowing or saying anything. People, it's subconscious. So I asked him to experiment, to park his car under the trees on the way home. He lives in a nice area. To stop before he gets home, park his, tree under, his car under the tree, turn the engine off, turn his cell phone off and just sit there for a minute, one minute and just relax himself with breathing and then start the car and drive home. And guess what? All the problems were over. And uh, his wife even commented to me, I don't know what happened to him, I don't know what you did with him, he's a different person. What changed? Prepared himself before he dropped his work, before he came home. Sometimes you've got to drop your home before you walk into work. You've got to be able to do that and it's before you enter the space, not before you start the activity. That's the matmon that we have in this piece of Gemara.